You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. And I get sadder and sadder each time we connect because it feels like our number of shows are gradually dwindling with the end of Atlanta that aired on Sunday. Atlanta is done. Like, it feels like I'm grieving a loss in a way. That sounds, I mean, not necessarily, I'm being dramatic. Uh, I'm realizing that sometimes when I say stuff, people are not picking up on my dry sarcasm. Um, but it does, it's just weird because the realization that we we don't have a lot of Bravo shows coming our way until mid to late summer. There's a rumor that Don't Be Party, uh, Don't Be Party, Don't Be Tardy will be airing in July. And we know that Potomac is coming back in August. But guys, we still got to get through June. And I don't think we're going to get much. Yeah. And we love Million Dollar Listing. And guys, we'll keep it real. As much as we love that show and love Tracy Tudor, it's not going to be a show that we'll cover. <laughs> um yeah. But I mean, I know we'll get million dollar listing and same with below deck. Well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll mention it if there's something yeah. interesting happens or something that's worth talk worthy. But those shows, um, as we know, they have a huge fan base and we love them, too, but they don't get us excited enough to talk about. And Week I think it's week. one of those things we love. Part of the reason why I love those series is because you can get overwhelmed at times with all the Bravo shows on. There's a Bravo show every single night. And like our husbands would kill us if we watched all of these. And honestly, we can't take it. Like it, that's just a lot of Bravo. We need a break every now and then. But what I love about Million Dollar Listening and Below Deck is if it's a, a slow night or the kids are napping and I want to just lay down on the couch and catch up on a series, it's so easy to just watch one or two episodes or jump around. And if you miss something, it's it's not hard to catch up. Like with Housewives, I feel like you almost need to watch religiously for the whole season. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you guys were, you're, you can persuade us if you have strong enough opinions. So slide into our DMs, <laughs> show us your case. But otherwise, it's going to be the plan and Atlanta wrapped. And part three, as we suspected, wasn't really needed. So Nini didn't show up. So we like her square was just her computer not really shut all the way, which is the biggest F you to Bravo ever. Because I think if she just would have like shut her screen and that would have been the end of it, it would have just been like, I'm done. That's it. She's like, no, I'm going to shut my computer just enough so that it's still running and I'm not there and letting everyone know I'm not coming back. I don't know. I just thought that was such a Nini, like just a classic Nini move. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty dramatic. I like that they kept referring it to her square and not to jump too far ahead, but when Lini called Portia and was trying to get on and Andy immediately was like, nope, she has her computer. 
we'll hear her much better through there. Like he didn't even buy that bait. I know. And I've been dying to know what she was going to say, though. It would have been interesting to see her plead her case. But let's let's uh, not get too far ahead of ourselves. So we kind of start this part with the cookie lady, which I don't know why we're even talking about this. It was – it's like every franchise has their forced fake drama that you don't even understand why the women go for it. And cookie Lady's kind of like – not nearly as bad, but it's kind of like puppy gate for Atlanta – Oh, I guess Snake Gate too. And they had two of them. Yeah. Atlanta. I'm going to give you a C minus now. But um, they talk about this cookie lady. And I felt like what made me realize that this was so forced and so faked is nobody really understood what the point and what the goal of it was. Cynthia was saying she invited her to Brooklyn's party because she wanted to give the cookie lady a chance to tell Tanya the story with a huge group of people. So everyone's like, well, that's shady as fuck. Like that's worse than what you said before. And then Tammy's like, no, I respect Cynthia. I get what she's saying. I'm like, no, I think everyone just realizes this is, this is fake. But what was, what was your take on all the round and round with cookie cookie lady? Yeah. It w- I mean, I love that candy basically outlined like Cynthia, you basically were being a conniving bitch by <laughs> inviting her to Brooklyn's party, a child's birthday party for someone to confront someone like that is housewife scheming 101 that you normally don't admit to. So I think that is way worse. I don't, I don't get it. It was a little entertaining on the show, but yeah, we're giving cookie lady way too much attention. Yeah. I think she got like a whole segment was cookie lady and it was dumb. Cause in the end it was like, nobody was really even that upset about it except Tanya and Kenya. And it seemed like they kind of moved on. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been a little more interesting if she had showed up kind of like a la Yovana. I mean, I don't know that she deserves that much airtime, but it would have at least made it a little bit more entertaining. I also have heard, though, that her cookies are really good. So if anybody's in the Atlanta area and ordered them, I mean, support a small business, whether she's trying to stir up drama or not, we should support small local businesses. I'm just dying to know if the cookies are really as good as they looked. <laughs> yes, please, someone let us know if you've gotten to try them. <laughs> Uh, but so from there, it's basically like still Kenya. I mean, still Nini's not there. We keep looking at her square. I honestly, there's parts of it where I think my mind just blacked out. I'm like, I don't really know what happened, but all of a sudden it was just, there's baby Ben. And he was so adorable. Like that was the highlight of the entire part three reunion for me. It was, he was so cute. I felt like Andy used him as a way to (laughs) circle the ladies back. It was like, putting a flashy little toy in front of them to stop arguing or talking about whatever they were talking about at the time. But he's so cute. And it was something it had to do with Kenya. Yeah. It had to do with Kenya and Andy. I did. I will say before baby Ben showed up, I did find it interesting that Andy stood up for Nini in a way, in the sense that he said that she's always been an advocate. Nini's always been an advocate for Kenya to being on the show. I thought that I wish we would have dug a little deeper because Kenya's like, well, she didn't want me on in the beginning. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is I want this over Cookie Lady because I Nini is a smart businesswoman. Say what you will about her. If you don't like her, I can kind of see why she's not exactly the most loyal friend in the world. But she's a smart, savvy businesswoman. And I think she knows by keeping Kenya on, it keeps her very relevant. It makes the show strong. Kenya brings drama. People love to hate Kenya and people love to hate Nini. And it's a it's a good pairing for this this franchise. A thousand percent. And I don't know that I've ever, I mean, to memory, someone who's truly like a Bravo historian is going to come at us. But I don't recall to recent memory Andy being that, like supporting someone in that way. 
like sharing that information. Yeah, I can't. I also feel like I can't remember last week. I don't even know what day it is half the time. Like (laughs) this, like quarantine life is, you think mom brain is hard, everyone, or pregnancy brain, which is totally real. I don't know how you're doing it, V, because pregnancy brain plus quarantine quarantine brain, I don't like. It's it's a shit show. It's It's hard enough to keep up with everything. I'm like, wait, what? What happened? Well, then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So here we are. You're going to get a lot of random musings, everyone. Bear with us. Uh, I think I think by July our podcast might be a little bit more focused again, but who knows? So I mean, you imagine on, if we were both drinking. We're both pregnant. We'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God. Either way, <sighs> it would be a shit show. I actually almost had a drink tonight, and I was like, no, because it doesn't – like, it doesn't take much for me to get drunk anymore these days. I had two beers on Saturday, and I was buzzed to the point where I'm like, oh, I better start drinking some water. And a slight headache Sunday morning. Abby. I know. I mean, I know, you better Abby. be ready when I'm out. I know. I'm, like, training. I'm training for you back in the game, and I, I need to step it up. <laughs> but uh, all right. So if anybody – yeah, if anybody has suggestions on how I can be a better, uh, be l- less of a lightweight, <laughs> slide into my DMs with those too. But Yovana comes on. She is such a fucking liar. It This aggravated me so much. Bravo was showing clips of her saying, like, you know, oh, I do have a recording. No, I don't have a recording. Like, she tells so many lies that she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know what she said. I It was hard for me to even follow because of all the lies she told. And I don't understand if you are so strong on all these fucking receipts that you have. Show us the receipts, Yovana. Like, if you truly are allegedly maybe getting a peach, like, show us the receipts. Like, back it up. Don't talk this game and talk everything and, like, not have anything to back it up. I did find it interesting, too, that Michael, Eva's husband's her lawyer. Like, that seems like a... um, uh, conflict of interest in a way. I mean, I know legally, I'm sure there's ways around that, but it just seems well, and weird. I, I like how Eva was like, mm-hmm, private practice for two years. And my, my husband hustles. I'm like, I don't even understand why you're like talking like this right now. Like, it was just so weird when she was like, pri- like when she's like, he's been on his own for two years. I don't know if she was just trying to promote him, but I'm like, we all know he's a lawyer. Like it's not that much of a stress. He's representing her. It's just odd considering the dynamic of Yovana and Eva, but like, yeah, he's a lawyer. We get it. Like, I don't know. I felt it was kind of weird the way she was promoting him. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's get to the part that's really interesting that wasn't shared in the reunion, but is that we're hearing rumors that Yovana is getting a peach. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to take a deep breath with this one. Bravo. How dare you do Marlo so dirty. Everybody knows Marlo is the best friend of. You cannot name a better friend of for any other city. There are housewives who have come back, then become full-time housewives, come back as friends of, then become full-time housewives, and still are nowhere near the level Marlo gives us. For her not to have a peach, like this is so infuriating for me. And nobody wants to see Yovana full-time. Nobody. Like all of our DMs are like, how dare they do this to Marlo? We want Marlo. We want Marlo. We don't care about Yovana. So I just, I cannot, I cannot believe this is true. 
I can't either. And the interesting thing is, so I went down a mini rabbit hole of trying to figure out why. Surely this isn't the first time it's been discussed, like why Marlo doesn't have a peach. And I, I texted you this afternoon and sent you an interview that Andy or Candy yes. and Andy, that's a mouthful, <laughs> we're doing. Candy and Andy. Can, Candy basically asked him up front and Andy really didn't have an answer other than the staffing, the producers, the whoever's making the decisions on Atlanta, they all don't see eye to eye on Marlo having a peach. So you and I then started texting. And I think, Juan, this means Bravo, Bravo is pretty shady. But she pissed somebody off and she pissed the wrong person off. And who knows what she did. This is feeling very a la Vanderpump rules with Brie Dellinger. Like one producer, one person behind the camera has an agenda and they're going to make sure they get their way. But I just, I don't see Yovana being well-received and whoever it is that's not fighting for Marlo, I think they're really going to have to defend that position. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, she's more than well-earned it. And in a way for Marlo, I mean, this isn't the first time people have said they've wanted her to have a peach and um, campaigning for her, but in a way it keeps her more relevant and more likable with the fan base. So it kind of works in her favor in that way a little bit, even though we really do want to see her with a peach. Yeah. Marlo, you deserve a peach girl. We love you. Um, so that, I mean, that's it. So Atlanta, thank you for this great season. We'll miss you. We hope that you're coming back. I mean, who knows when filming is going to start again. Yeah. And we'll keep you all posted as we hear more about all filming updates on all the shows. All right, so now we're moving on to Roni, and I loved this episode. We, I, for a minute, I'm not joking, everyone. As Vanessa and I were prepping before we went on, I had to be like, "Remind me what happened." And then when she, <laughs> it was the spa, and I was like, "Oh my god, yes, I loved, I loved this episode. I thought it was really fun." Uh, it starts with quite the workout class. Poor Sonia. I mean, have you ever worked out hungover? Yes, I think I have. I feel like yeah, I'm bachelor. The people. Who, these people, people at bachelorette parties who have exercise involved, have you attended one of those? I've heard about them. I um, somehow, I mean, they're not friends with these, I don't want to say horrible people because they're not horrible people, but you're not my type of person. Like if we're in Nashville and we got hammered on Friday night, I don't want to wake up at 930 to go to Barry's boot camp or go to bar method. Like I want to sleep in so we can go to brunch, get some Bloody Marys and get back at it. Yes. And that's why we're such good friends. I went to one where we were doing yoga. It was outside. Yes. It ended up being nice and great. Actually, like thinking about it now, I actually might've been pregnant, (laughs) 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 which defeats my argument, but still, (laughs) it's still like the worst idea ever. I don't get it. So sorry if anyone listens and they like to do workouts in their bachelorette parties, but it's, it's annoying. I'm sorry. People want to get drunk and have a bachelorette party. That being said, I do sympathize for Miss Lady Morgan because that's the last thing I would want to do. And Bergen, any parents who watch Trolls every day like I do, I can't disassociate Bergen the trainer from Bergen the bad people in Trolls. Um, but it was it was pretty funny watching her. I have no idea. We don't watch Trolls yet. I'm sure we'll get uh, there. I, I have no idea. And I'm really, really thankful for that. It's good, though. I actually enjoy it. I've heard, I mean, it looks cute. I like the music. I just, yeah, like as parents, you have to be really careful about the Disney movies you introduce and in, just because it, you will watch it. That's all you will watch, but you'll never finish it. You'll finish the movie because you watch it all day, but you watch it in like 20 minute increments. It's so bizarre. That's true. 
But so after this workout, the girls kind of like split into different groups and we have Leah, Tensley and Luann talking. And then we have, I guess, post-workout, we have Ramona, Sonia, Dorinda. And you made a note about this and I 100% agree. So Leah is telling Tensley, you just need to go gangster on Dorinda and just fucking stand up to her. Don't do your screechy yelly, just like be a bull, be aggressive. And, you know, I think it's really funny because Tense is like, no, I can't do that. I couldn't do that. That wouldn't go over well. And I think Luann thought it was a bad approach too. But when Luann said that to Dorinda, Dorinda's first response was, and that's why I like Leah. I think she should have done it. Yeah. I feel like Tinsley, I give her credit for maybe having some self-awareness. Yes. I agree with you that she should do it, but I feel like she would fall flat. Yeah. She would have to rehearse it with Leah. Like she would have to, it's one of those like friend confrontation things where you'd have to talk to someone and kind of practice and have your thoughts in line and in check because Dorinda is a sharp, sharp, smart, sharp spitter. (laughs) She, she can like spit it out the comebacks. And like, if you're not ready, you can crumble really, really fast. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I feel like they, we really didn't get much of a confrontation at all. So they, then Leah's like, you know what, what's going to make everybody feel better is massages and a spa day, which typically would. But instead this is like, I would like a grunge underground spa. It's unlike any spa you've ever seen. And like the food that they ordered to eat after it was just, I, I couldn't even, it was a Russian spa. I don't know if this is normal for all Russian spas, but it just felt very underground grunge. Yeah, it felt uh, felt dirty. My, I love that Ramona said, I read the reviews and I brought my own towels. <laughs> it's just like, I would, that alone would make me not want to go to a spa. So I give the women credit for being troopers. I mean, you know, the shit we talk about in Beverly Hills, none of those women would have still showed up. <laughs> if they would have. They would have, like, their car would have pulled up and they would have seen the front of it and be like, oh, no, I'm not going here. And you know what? They all, for the most part, participated. I think we have um, secretly some closet S&M people on the part of this <laughs> cast because they all loved getting beat with those, like, weird bush tree things. Uh, yeah, I think they're just horny. I mean, Luann, Ramona, Sonia, I mean, they're very outspoken about how sexually active they are. I mean, Dorinda's newly single. They're just wanting to get it no matter where it comes from. I mean, Ramona be like, that was kind of sensual. I'm like, Ramona, a man could make you like a sandwich from like Subway. You'd be like, oh, the way he sliced that bread, it was kind of sensual. I mean, they're just, like you said, they're so horny. Everything's about sex with these women. And I guess a massage is no different. Or a beating. It's not even a massage. It's like a beating. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the proper term for that was. Besides, I I mean, I'm sure there's some like massage trip. Somebody let us know if you know what it is. But then they're order, they order all this like weird, I don't want to say weird food, but like some of it looked like kind of like greasy. Like, I don't know, after a spa, I don't know, you feel so good and so like relaxed. I don't know if I want to eat like greasy fried food. No, you'd want like a green kale smoothie and like Like salad and almonds. Yeah. (laughs) But this is a Russian spa so they will find they wine and dine them with the food and yeah i mean they took a shot of vodka or tinsley took a shot of vodka before they started so but then from there basically it was like everyone who kind of had issues well for the most part it was just basically tinsley and dorinda being like oh we're over it we're good i'm good i respect you the end i'm like what 
we deserved way more. But honestly, this feud was so dumb. I think that production's like, yep, let's wrap it up. Let's move on to the next thing. So now let's have Ramona fat shame Sonia. I hope that's not a storyline, but God, it was so funny when she's like, if I want to eat, I want to eat. If I want to be fat, I want to be fat. Like, I don't think Sonia really cared that much, but she wanted everyone to know that Ramona made her feel bad. Oh yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, and that that's like speaks to those two, the friendship of those two. And thank goodness Sonia has enough self-confidence and self-awareness. And is like sh- sure of who she is that she let that roll off her back. Because again, in a lot of other cities, if she would, if Ramona would have said that to a lot of other women, that shit would have gone on for twenty episodes. Oh yeah, it, yeah. You're no, you're hundred percent correct. So, God, like they leave the spa basically, and now we're at this party that Ramona's having, and she's carefully selected her invite list. Which I will say about Ramona, she does put a lot of thought into it, and she even said like, "I want people who maybe don't know each other but become friends at my parties." Like she's very thoughtful and purposeful on who she invites to certain events. And for this one from the housewives, she only invited Sonia and Dorinda, but we also had Elise there who I think we're, I mean, I think we're just going to see more and more of Elise. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm so glad Ramona stood up to Dorinda and all those crappy things she said. Well, she did that at the Russian spa and then Dorinda confronted her, which I'm like, okay, where's this coming from Dorinda? Like you like stew over shit and then let yourself get more and more angry (laughs) as time passes. But they eventually have this awkward trio hug. And all is good. You know, that trio hug kind of reminded me of the weird trio hug between Tamara, Shannon, and Vicky. Not quite as much like drama, but like in history of hurt with those three, with the New York ladies. But it just felt very much like, okay, we're going to hug and make up, but you know that more is coming and that's not the end of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to our bonus episode with Jess from Hot Hot Takes, please, please give that a listen. We kind of go into more about our thoughts about what's going on with Dorinda and share some opinions there. So check that out if you want to hear more about that. For sure. We go very deep into that. So, uh, I mean, we don't really want to repeat everything we said on there. So Beverly Hills. Um, did you ever watch Troop Beverly Hills? Whenever we talk about it, I'm like, Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Okay, you really need to watch that movie. It's so good. It's with um, Beverly Mills, which is kind of funny because of – No, Haley Mills. Haley Mills, Beverly Hills. Um, anyway, it is uh, – it's such a good show. You should watch it. it it's like really cute. Um, I highly recommend it. If anybody else has not watched Troop Beverly Hills and you're bo- bored during quarantine, it is a classic. But uh, I digress. Moving on. I don't understand why we got so much astrologer and not enough Garcelle dating Will Smith and then being friends with his ex-wife. I loved showing Garcelle and her friends one, as we've always, you know, Abby and I love to talk about diversity, seeing a group of black women in Beverly Hills, just talking and shooting the shit and sharing outside of Atlanta and Potomac and these different franchises. But just, it just felt great to see something. It sounds so dumb to say it's normalized because it that obviously does happen, but I, I just loved having it there. I mean, Will Smith's ex was there. Like there was, I could have watched at least 15 more minutes of that interaction. A hundred percent. Um, it was, I, I loved it. I thought they were like, I love the dynamic of them. And also I just felt like everything we got after that, not that it wasn't good. I just was kind of, 
I'm still confused why we didn't get Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Uh, and I don't, I just don't like the shift that we're seeing where it's like everyone against Kyle, but then also weird one-offs. I was Sutton too. I don't know. I just feel like we're getting a lot of weird drama, but, uh, before we get into that, we get to hear more about Dorit's, um, Buca de, de Beppo. How do you say that? Is that right? Buca de Beppo. Yeah. Yeah. Which we don't have one here in St. Louis, but basically it's like just this chain Italian restaurant that I'm going to say everyone's basically said it's like slightly a step up from Olive Garden and significantly more expensive. There's one on the plaza. Oh, in Kansas City. Uh, we should yeah, go. There's one in Kansas City. I actually have never been. I don't necessarily have a, de- a desire to, but it's such a weird thing. Like, okay, yes, Dorit, like do your ever all these women, like do whatever the fuck you want. But Buca de Beppo is the last place I would have associated with Dorit's name. I mean, it would be like somebody asking me to like design a deli shop. Like it's not that like I, I mean I'd be excited to do it, but it's not like I'm gonna like tout myself as like the next LVP. Like it's nowhere near a Tom Tom or a sir or any of them really no i mean an lvp literally had to be laughing her eyes out like i i could see her replaying that clip of them showing them in buca de beppo and just watching it for 30 minutes straight laughing like over I, and over again yeah no I, I completely agree also did you notice that dorit makes it sound like everything that PK is doing, it's for his best friend, his best friend. And then like, it's then she name drops. It reminded me of Sheena always being best friends with a guy. It's like, you can't be best friends with that many people. <laughs> yeah. But that's just Dorit being fake. I will say, so before we talk about the astrology thing, this came in so much earlier in the season than I would have expected. I would have thought this would have come like at the mid-season trailer. Well, they, I mean, this is, yeah, a a lot of stuff that they put in the trailer, one, they're letting us down, but two, we are getting it very early on. I was shocked. Yeah. I was super, super surprised at that side note before we talk about it. One, I did enjoy about the astrology is I feel like that's the most we've ever seen Erica's house. And her husband. I mean, I think that's like, I mean, with the women, he's usually just with Erica. You don't usually see him with all the women. He's so sweet, though. He's really cute. I love that she said to Garcelle, now do you get it? And she's like, of course I get it. I got it when I walked in. I just thought it was really cute because I think those two have a lot in common. And I um, I think Garcelle maybe sees the relationship a little different than other people because of the fact that Tom really took care of Erica at a time when she was – I mean, I'm sure it's extremely hard being a single mom. So to find someone that loves you and loves your son and wants to – make that work and give you a really great life. I mean, I think she'll forever be grateful to him. A thousand percent. But I thought it was really sweet. And I loved all the women's facial reactions, just like I'm looking at Tom. They're like, oh, I know. It's like kind of like he's like, I don't know. Like it's like, oh, <laughs> sweet old man, oh, little baby. Like I, everyone has the same reaction, to like cute old men and babies. I don't know why. It's true. You're right. Not, and I no. put an old lady in there every now and then. Like Betty White. Like people. You've got to be like a feisty, really cute old lady. It's hard to be, to get an awe out of an old lady. I've realized. <laughs> we've got, we've got a struggle ahead of us. Uh, but so anyway, this astrologer comes and uh, basically I think production told him what to say because he kind of poked the bear with all the women, but didn't, I mean, he didn't go too far. I really wish you would have gone a little bit deeper and like I- a little more shit fucking love astrology i would have loved that i would have loved to have been there regardless if it's true or not i as a kid um used to be really into looking at like everything meaning right means 
Like, I don't I even mean, I know I'm a Virgo and that's it. People are like, oh, are you a water sign? I'm like, I don't know. I honestly don't know that I do either, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm the sucker who's like sits at the table and like doesn't understand the full meaning behind everything that someone would say to me, but I would eat it up. Like, I wouldn't even think twice about it. But it was um, interesting to me, like, how many ladies were the same sign. And I'm a Libra, yeah. so I was, like, looking out for a Libra. But anyhow, that's me geeking out over Do Libras get along with Libras? Because some signs don't get along with, like, I think there's some, like, some signs that don't get along with, like, similar sign, like, the same sign. I think so. I will say I did look up Mia's astrology when she was born and I was terrified because she's a Scorpio. So then I started, I did Google like, do Libras and Scorpios get along? I kid you not. Shit you not. This is the shit I'm doing late at night. Um, so I was a little, I'm a little nervous about that as she gets older, but we'll see. Well, the next, I mean, then the newest one is going to be a Virgo. Most yeah. Likely. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently we're very type A. Well, perfect. Yeah. I, I, she'll I, fit I, right in. Anyway, so as you can see, um, Kyle is not going to have a good season. We had a meme about this. We've seen this coming and I, I see why, okay. I love Kyle, everyone. And I usually have blinders and I'm going to take them off a little bit. I see why Garcelle doesn't love her. It does seem very surface and fake. And all of Kyle's compliments to her was like, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. But it wasn't, it wasn't about her personality or her as a person. It was all exterior. Yeah, and I, I did think too. It Kyle had made a comment. I don't know if it was on Watch What Happens Live, but she basically was like, "I don't understand Garcelle's beef with me. Like, why she's coming after me?" And then we see it point blank. So I thought that was interesting too. Like, she didn't really backpedal from that too much. Yeah, I yeah, I I mean, clearly, I think there's more to come, and that's and she didn't want to give too much away. But I. I don't know. I think I can, I can understand the beef, um, even though I love Kyle, but then quickly, I just don't understand why Dorit's inserting herself into all of this. And Kyle has actually been a good friend to Dorit and she lost LVP as a friend by defending Dorit. Yeah. So no, you're like, absolutely like, right. talking about that, they're like, Oh, Kyle's so obsessed with Teddy. And it's like, well, she was also pretty obsessed with Dorit enough that she went to LVP's house and said, I think you planted the story. I do think Kyle and Teddy should just like make a joke about the whole, like them being good friends and just admit it. Like, of course you're going to back up your friends. People are closer to you more than people who you're not close to. And it's like, I feel like they would just, yeah. Yeah. Just own that shit and just move on. I don't, I don't know why they're getting, they get defensive about it, which makes it weird because like Eileen who's coming back this year, but from a couple seasons ago and Rena were absolute best friends. They were on Days of Our Lives together. They did another soap opera together. I mean, they known each other for a very, very long time and they didn't hide it. Like they were like, yeah, we're really close friends. We do a lot of stuff together. I don't know, but yeah, she's going to have a rough season. Um, I know I texted you about this and you said you might have to go back and watch. Did you notice Denise eating snacks in the car on the car ride home? Because that was my yeah. favorite thing ever. Yeah, I did. Have you ever left like a dinner party or something like that where you're kind of drunk and like somebody just had like light apps and you're like, oh, I really wish I could have like if I had a sandwich in my purse or something right now. I mean, I know you can stop and do drive through, but I just love that she was eating after like a gathering. Oh, I loved it, too. I usually am the drive through person in that case. Like I've had Uber drivers in the past take me to whatever. Um, What's your go to drive through when you're when you're drunk? Not it is. Oh, when I'm drunk? I haven't done a drive-thru drunk in a long time. But it's probably McDonald's. 
We did McDonald's. We weren't drunk, but we did McDonald's during Bravo. If anybody was like, oh, where'd you guys eat while you're at BravoCon? We list seriously Friday and Saturday. We both did a pizza, like for both times at lunch, we did pizza by the slice at a hole in wall. Cause we had to run, grab something to eat, run out. And then we did McDonald's Friday night and we did five guys Saturday night. I feel like we really let down uh, New York, but we hit up, we hit up the fast food. We did the things that I hate that people do when they travel and go out of town. Oh, we like, were there for restaurants. We were there for BravoCon, but it was really funny because a couple people were like, oh, did you guys eat anywhere cool? I'm like, um, no, we, I mean, we did, we, we ate local a few times. Like I didn't know how to, how to dance around that. But anyway, Denise, you're my spirit animal. I, I just love that she was eating snacks in the car. She's just so relatable. She's so great. I don't even know what's coming up this week. I can't remember if I was like excited by the preview or not. I can't remember either, which is probably not a good sign <laughs> if we're being honest. I feel like someone's going to like send us an article on like how we have early onset like dementia or something right now because I really, I cannot remember anything. I'm kind mm-hmm. of getting worried as we go through this podcast <laughs> don't, episode. Don't be worried. You're not alone. Granted, I have pregnancy on my side for this, but. Yeah, I um, know. I don't know if you're my best judge right now. I feel I'm, like I'm, I might I'm, really have an issue. It's okay. It's all right. Well, Wait, do you we'll remember what happened on Vanderpump? Mostly. I mean, I, it's the conclusion of Vanderpump rules. Like probably. Abby said last week, if you haven't already, give yourselves a big pat on the back. We did it, kids. We made it through season eight. I don't, I don't even know if that's an accomplishment anymore. I'm like mad at myself. It was kind of like at the end of Game of Thrones and you're like, really? I like invested this much time of my life into this. But I okay. So I will say my two shining moments, uh, James and his sobriety. We finally got more content, more context, more history on all that he was battling while maintain trying to maintain sobriety. I mean, the fact that his mom is fighting cancer and he's still staying strong and his mom talking about the fact that had she not cleaned up her act, she wouldn't have had this job, which gave her benefits, which is like allowed her to go to a doctor early on and get treatment for the cancer. And um, I don't know. I just, it was a really sweet moment with James and his mom talking about their sobriety. It was a sweet moment. And like, come to think of it, as you were talking about it, I feel like as a whole, this entire season, James probably was on our screens for like an hour total. If you took all his appearances. I think Raquel might have gotten more screen time than him this season, minus the last episode. Yeah, it's weird. But I'm so happy for him. And I look forward to him talking more about that and the re- at the reunion, which is going to. I might have to pour myself a little glass of wine for too much or take an Adderall. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to like focus and like not lose. I mean, my ADD is going to be awful during this, but the only other thing too, that like really jumped out at me is when Jax tried to call it. That's why my show is a success. And Lisa immediately was like, it is not your show. Like I, the fact that he thinks it's his show, I think is the most alarming statement of the season. Oh yeah. And, ugh. He just sucks so bad. And I'm so glad the producers did him dirty like that and showed that, you know, because I'm sure he is probably cocky enough, one, to make a statement like that in front of Lisa Vanderpump that he probably didn't think it was going to air. I'm and Yeah, I mean, I think he said a lot of stuff that he didn't think it was going to air. And I can't wait till he has to answer and atone for this in the reunion, including like the fact that like he kept talking about his mental health and like how he's not in a good space, which I am not putting anyone down. I think it's a lot that you like, it takes a lot of strength to admit that. And I, 
we talk so much about how we encourage people to seek help uh, if if you're feeling any type of anxiety, depression, or just something's not right uh, internally. But he, I felt like criticized Ariana for like, oh, because you're so depressed and like had no sympathy for her. And then he wants everyone to like, you know, understand he's going through a hard time and like give him a pass. Like I just, I'm so over him. I hope he gets kicked off. I can't stand him. He sucks. Take Britney too. I'm like, sorry, it might be a little bit by association, but no. I mean, no, he had I, enough. She, Take her. She's too. either really dumb or she's a really horrible person. Like I, and I'm hoping that she's really dumb because, first of all, how can you not see all these things and and not be concerned? Oh yeah. And why would you marry that? Like I just don't. As much as we enjoyed watching her wedding, I'm like, ugh. And I let's be honest. I mean, do you think they last? No, neither. <laughs> that's, that's a I, sad now because yeah, I feel I, weird no. like rooting against someone's yeah. marriage. But yeah, not so much. I just know kids because oh, gonna that's going to happen. They're going to have I a know. quarantine baby. We already. Know. I'm like waiting for them to announce that they're pregnant at the reunion. Yeah, I don't think they are, but I think they might be. Ugh, all right, guys, but not too far over. But that pretty much wraps up Pump. We will definitely cover the reunion. Um, but now we brings us to our point of the show where we're going to do our shout out. And this is a true shout out. Last week was a little bit, I mean, it was a shout out, but it wasn't our usual. And we are giving it to Marlo. We hope this starts the campaign that she gets a peach and not Yovana. We, Marlo, we love you so much. Yes. Give the woman a damn peach. I mean, she brings the drama. She's shown her warmth. She's the, Monty of the year. Like she brings the fashion. She brings the shade. Give Marlo a peach. Come on, bravo. And we will not let we will not let up in this campaign, everyone. You have our our commitment. So we're we're gonna find a way to make it happen. And if not, we will complain every single time Yavana is on there as a freaking housewife. But uh so there's there's a hot take on that. <laughs> You want some more hot takes? Uh, we we have them frequently. Make sure that you are following along with us. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. That's where we give you all the latest Bravo gossip. What's going on? We share hilarious memes. We basically curate all the Bravo content out there and put it one place so you don't have to follow a bajillion people. And uh, make sure you're subscribing to our podcast. If you haven't already done start done so, please leave us a five-star review and a rating. It really does help us. I know we ask every single time, and I'm sure people are like, what is the big deal? But the more recognizable and discoverable we could be, the more it allows us to get fun guests on and just to have the opportunity to make this podcast more enjoyable for all of you that have been supporting us uh, all along. And with that, we will talk to you soon. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. 
but we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.